Sometimes when we want something so badly, we fear failure more than we fear being without that thing. That's a quote by Matthew J. Kirby, and that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Real Person, Real Needs podcast. My name is Jeff. I'm so glad you've tuned in. If you happen to cross our little podcast here, welcome. If it's your first time, I encourage you to go back and listen to the introduction and the very first episode, which uh, I might have to apologize for the quality of that. I didn't realize the way my microphone was set up uh, that I was recording actually just using my computer's microphone and not the nice, expensive microphone that I had set up. Uh, I didn't realize this until after because I, like many things, don't prepare as much as I should ahead of time. Um, But by then it was 43 minutes long and I wasn't going to redo it. So figured it was audible. You could understand me even if the quality was not that great. Um, so I apologize about that. Uh, this should be how it sounds going forward, and I'm very glad that you tuned in. So on the first episode, I kind of gave you a big 30,000-foot uh, view of my life and how I got into uh, working for myself and starting my own business, something that I think we we often think we need a lot more ability than we really do to get started I think we have this this idea or this boundary, this wall of fear that keeps us from doing things that we really are passionate about. And um, I wanted to take a look, actually. There's a book I mentioned in the first episode that I had read called Wild Goose Chase by Mark Batterson. I encourage you to pick it up and read it. Um, whether you consider yourself a person of faith or not, I think the, the lessons are practical on every point of life. Um, one quote that he he kind of adapts in the book, which is the quote that I just uh, that I really have been harping on, it says, "Quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death." And I think that's probably that sum up sums up a lot of people's lives how they live. It, we're just trying to set up a comfortable existence here, and then you know we die, and what do we have to show for it? Um, and that's it's an unfortunate predicament that the human race finds itself in more often than not. Uh, that quote is famous. I mean, it's been, there are variations of, I tried to find the one person to attribute it to, uh, when I did a, a search online and it's attributed to several people. Paolo Coelho is one Hunter S Thompson's another who has a variation of that quote. Uh, and then also in this book, I found it. So, uh, that's something that I just want to meditate on quit living as if the purpose of life is to arrive safely at death. So The title for today's podcast is The Formidable Foe, that is, The Fear of Failure. And I think that that is, um, not only is that a tongue twister, but it's an incredibly real experience, emotion that we all feel uh, at some point in our lives. That not only are we afraid to try, but we're afraid to fail, more importantly. Um, The quote I said at the beginning of the episode is, sometimes when we want something so badly, we fear failure more than we fear being without that thing. So the the idea of reaching for it and not achieving it is too troublesome to us that we're unwilling to even take a chance. And that old adage of try, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Um, I think we kind of change it to if at first you don't succeed, put that desire away and never think of it again. Uh, which is really unfortunate because there's a lot of people probably living their life in such a way that they're not they're not really experiencing joy uh, in what they're doing, but they're also not um, they don't have any regret. You know, I'd rather have a regret of something not working out than regret of having never tried. If that makes any sense. 
So um, the the idea of especially someone like myself, uh, we talked about it in the last episode, going crazy, leaving my cushy job to go into the world of self-employment with nothing to show for it. And some people are like, wow, I could never do what you did. And my answer to them is if you felt the way that I feel or if you feel the way that I felt, I should say, then you would do what I did because we oftentimes don't allow our emotions and our our thoughts and dreams to be the barometer of our life decisions because we think that that is a uh, an irresponsible way to live. And maybe for some people it is. For me, it was not. I felt like you know, how many warning signs can go off before you finally get the hint? And in my life, there were several warning signs, um, which I spoke to at length in the last episode. You can go back and get caught up uh, if you'd like. But this idea of living a mundane life because it's comfortable and safe, and that's where I was stuck for so many years. And I really just needed to reclaim the adventure of my life. And this business that I started is one way that I've been able to do that. But what's interesting is what I originally thought was just, yeah, I'm going to go and work in real estate and do that and see what happens with it. You know, what's, what's interesting about that is once I got out from under that crippling burden that I felt, which was working uh, in a cubicle, you know, punching the clock, doing my business, and then, you know, just e- eking out a miserable existence. Once I got into uh, the real estate industry, I realized that the real estate itself is not what excites me. It wasn't the idea of, oh, cool, now I get to help people negotiate the, the sale or home. You know, that's not what motivated me. What motivated me was the opportunity available to me if I'm pursuing something with all of my heart and soul. And what started out as a really exciting thing, as I mentioned in the introduction, if you go back and listen to that, there's the fear of failure that creeps in. Uh, at first, I didn't, you know, the first six months career where I wasn't really generating any income for myself, but I was still, the excitement was still there. I was still moving forward in faith that this would pay off because I knew that it was a better fit for my personality. It was where I needed to be. There were several divine appointments that I had, you know, several uh, landmarkers that, that reminded me that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. But then when you go two, three months without a commission check, you start to wonder, maybe I was just relying on my emotions a little bit too much and I lost my mind. So those doubts of people thinking I was crazy starting to take root, you know, six or seven months into a business when you you assume six months, you know, I'm not really going to see the fruits of my labor. But once you get to month nine, you start to really feel the, the effects and it's hard not to begin to allow that fear to creep back in. Like, what if I don't succeed? And and for the first six months of my job, uh, of my new career, I did not, those thoughts never crossed my mind. It was never a thought on my radar that I would not succeed at what I was doing because I knew I was being true to myself. And I knew that that I was taking to, to establish myself long-term as a, a trusted individual, as someone who was going to work hard, uh, and work with people to give back, to be a community-minded person, to be a relational-minded person. All of those things are well and good until the rubber meets the road and you see bills coming in and you're not sure how you're going to pay for them. And I started to feel that fear creep back in and I allowed that to come in, which is when I started to feel the desperation of following in the, the sheepfold of all the other real estate agents that are out there because I was seeing people 
they weren't really any more successful than I was, and I would be wrong to to uh, to give you the impression that I wasn't doing anything. I mean, I had had some deals, and I was working hard, and I was keeping busy, but I was not feeling or seeing the success that I thought I could achieve, and you know those feelings. It's it's really when we have those thoughts that that's the crossroads. That's where we just determine our metal, if if you would. And when you encounter those types of feelings and thoughts, that's how you know what your true calling is. That's how you know when your true colors start to come out. You know, people say you don't know what a flavor you are until you, until you get put in hot water, like a tea bag, and that's true because it's the thoughts that you have when those realities are are hitting you in the face is it turn and run or is it you know hunker down ride out the storm and keep going and thankfully uh i had the perspective that this wasn't something i took lightly this wasn't an escape which you know for many people they 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 get into a new career or they they jump ship at a job and it's an escape for them and I, you know, I didn't mean to give that intention of my last episode that I was just escaping a, a hard situation because that's really not what it was. I was finding what I was truly meant to do on this earth, and it's when we see these hard times and and the failure smacks us right in the face, and we're like, okay, am I going to learn from this? Am I going to get up and go? And I really came to that that I that revelation that. Whether I succeed or fail, it's going to be my way. It's going to be all about integrity, authenticity, and doing it the way I feel like I should do it. That way, I wouldn't have those regrets you know, that I'd spoke of earlier. I wouldn't have the feeling of, oh, I wish I had only done this or that, because I would have done it. Whether it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, it was the true thing to do, which means it was the thing that was right for me to do. And thankfully, you know, right when I was starting to feel that fear of failure creep in, because that's that, like I said, that's where we start to really understand why am I doing this? It's when the opportunity for failure is real, because if you're going to be afraid when things get difficult, which I was, and I still will, I know I will, because that's human nature is to avoid failure. But when you get to that precipice, as it were, that cliff, when you're like, okay, if something doesn't happen now, then I'm screwed. Uh, When you get to that point and you press on, that is where it comes from. That's something that you know, okay, this is something that is more than just a job for me. This is something more than just earning a paycheck. This is my, my identity. This is my, this is my purpose. I need to press on. You think, you know, people who change the world, you think they didn't experience opposition? You think they didn't fail at doing things? No, they did. Abraham Lincoln, if I'm not mistaken, he, he lost several elections before he was elected president. I mean, little elections, not like ran for president a few times, like didn't succeed very much at all. And then he became what's widely considered one of the greatest presidents of our of our history. So, Failure is a fact of life. It's what we do when we are on the verge of failing. Are we going to change everything about ourselves to ensure that we avoid failing at all costs? Are we going to be so afraid of failure that we don't even try? Or are we going to see failure as an opportunity to go out swinging 
You know, I never want to feel like I I missed out on an opportunity because I was afraid of the outcome. You know, uh, the book that I read, Just Do Something, was essentially like if you do something and it seems like it was the right thing to do at that time and it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that you should have never taken the shot. It may mean that you just needed to have learned that lesson so that when you're faced with another circumstance that's similar, you know how to better decide how to move forward. You know, our mistakes and our scars, they they stay with us, but they don't need to make us who we are and, and, and have a negative aspect to our lives. It can be that we're proud of them and we bear them with with great pride that the things that we've experienced in our life is who we are. That's what that's how we've made made it this far. If we've never failed and even in small things, what if we fail in a large thing? How will we rebound? We would never get out of bed again. So what I would say is is that it was okay. It, you know, the in reading these books and and coming to the the rationalization of it's actually okay if you fail at something. It is. It, and it's not because, you know, in our society, we teach kids that, like, everybody gets a trophy, participation is fine, you don't need to excel at anything. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say is that the way you excel is to overcome your failures and your fear of failing. Because you're only ever going to stay on the the rock, <laughs> you know, you're never going to get up to the next level on the mountain unless you step out and actually reach for that higher plane. That higher, uh, you know, grip hold, whatever you want to call it, and it's really interesting. And I, you know, I this idea of fear has just been something I can't get out of my head. And I just encourage anybody that's listening: if you are stuck in a place right now where you're so afraid to make a change, or you're so afraid to pursue your dream because of what m- might be at risk, you know, what is the cost for pursuing this thing? That's okay. Fear itself is not a bad thing. It's a healthy thing. It's what makes you know that you're human. And it's what makes it makes you know that it's worth it if you're going to pursue something. Um, another quote about fear, it says, To escape fear, you have to go through it, not around. <laughs> and I think that's a good way to say it. And another uh, quote is, It's okay to be scared. Being scared means you're about to do something really, really brave. That's a great quote too. The idea, if you did if you weren't scared then it if you were able to do it then what kind of you know success is that? What what how proud should you be of that accomplishment? If you're always afraid then you know that you're always living on the edge. And you know there's the uh I forget the guy's name but the the head of Virgin uh the company Virgin Richard Richard Branson I think is his name and he does crazy stuff, like crazy stuff. But he's a CEO of this huge company. You know, it's just, it's unbelievable. And I think you don't become that successful person unless there's that attitude of, I don't care if I fail. You know, that the fear drives you. The, the idea of, I need to succeed. That has to be a healthy thing. It can't be a crippling thing. And in my life, I I have time and again allowed fear to be a crippling thing. Um, I see it in the lives of the people around me. Some people respond well. Some people just stay in the same exact state of life because they're so afraid of change and they're so afraid of failure that 
they would rather be miserable than make any strides forward. Even if the best decision for them is to take a step backward in order to to leap forward in the future, they're unwilling to do it because they're so afraid that if they take something into their own hands, they're going to be disappointing God or disappointing their family or disappointing themselves. And, And oftentimes, our inaction is really selfishness because if we all saw what we could accomplish and the magnitude of our capacity to do great things, then we would all, I mean, imagine the world and the impact we could have, the differences that we could make within the communities that we live, you know, or, or abroad, you know, where we could send resources overseas or, or go and help somebody or or dig a well or, or contribute in some way to the world. It's our own selfishness that keeps us from trying big things because we are too afraid of the the consequences if we fail. And and this idea of fear, it needs to be something that we jump over. It cannot be this enemy. It needs to be a catalyst, really. We see oftentimes fear is, is this enemy and it's keeping us from achieving the things that we want because we can't risk it. It's going to be too painful. It's going to be too hard. But... You know, if it's something that you want and it's something that you think could really, really matter, and I'm not talking about, you know, some people I'm, might be listening to them and be like, yeah, I'm going to go and be successful and I'm going to make millions of dollars. I'm not talking about success in the way the world defines it because the world loves to define success as dollar signs and cars and houses and beautiful spouses. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is overcoming the very thing that is keeping you from accomplishing what you were born to do. And that can be different things for different people. For some people, it is being the head of a corporation. But what is the purpose of that corporation? Is it to meet people's needs? Is it to help one another? Is it to improve people's lives? Is it to improve life on this earth? If it's not, then you seriously need to reevaluate your mission and your vision. Because there are too many people in this world that are looking out for themselves and themselves only. And there are too many people in this world that are too afraid to stand up and say, you don't need to live this way. Imagine if the people who actually wanted to do the most good would stop being afraid of doing it. The the impact would be immense. And I challenge anybody listening to this podcast, if you feel like you can do something, do it doesn't matter what it is. It could be the smallest thing. It could be like, I'm driving past somebody. They look like they need help. Well, guess what? Instead of rationalizing your your feelings away by saying, oh, they would probably just spend money on drugs or they're just, they're going to waste it all. Maybe you should take them out to a meal. I know that sounds ridiculous, but let's talk about big things here. The fear that we have and we live with on a daily basis, I don't even think we realize it. What motivates our decisions is fear, and we don't use that fear to overcome and to do good things. We use that fear to stay in our bubbles and to stay detached and to isolate ourselves from the world because we don't want the risk involved in putting ourselves out there. We don't. It's not, it's not what we get up in the morning to do. you know. And the more I'm talking about this, the more fired up and excited I'm getting because I know that it's when I put myself out there that I have the ability to make a difference. If I'm constantly keeping myself inward and focusing on, oh, this creature comfort, you know, that idea of arriving safely at death, that's not why we're here. That's not why we live in community. 
That's not why God put us on this earth to arrive safely at death. There's work to be done. We all have a purpose and a calling on our lives. And it's up to us to see what that is. If it seems ridiculous, all the better. The bigger the dream, the bigger the idea, the more potential impact, the greater the fear, and the greater the risk of loss. But it's those things that have the greatest risk that also have the greatest reward. And it's the fear that keeps us away from trying that is going to be the thing we most regret when we come to the end of our lives. I wish I hadn't been so afraid of blank. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. Well, ask yourself, why didn't you do that? And probably the majority answer was the fear. What could I possibly lose? What if I failed? <clears throat> you know, it, it's it's a sad state of affairs. But if you ask people what motivates their life decisions, or should I say their indecisions, it's fear. They They stay at the same job. They... They have the same routine, the same schedule. They do not continue to have any progress in their lives. And it's because they're afraid to try. They're afraid to move on to something else. I just got comfortable here. Why would I throw it all away? Well, maybe comfort's overrated. You know, maybe things are supposed to be daring. I, I, My wife and I talk about it all the time. Like, the last five years, there's been a major life event every year. And... Some of it has been our own doing. Others, we didn't intend to have that happen in that year. It just happened. And, you know, some in some ways I regret that. I'm like, man, I wish I'd have some stability. But in other ways, I'm like, I wouldn't have grown as much as I have over the last five years. I look back at my life five years ago. What I know now and what I knew then, a lot of it is because of trying, failing, learning, trying, failing, learning. If I was still doing the exact same thing I was doing five years ago, what would I have learned? I wouldn't have learned much of anything. I mean, I don't think I would have been challenged. Another thing that I, I consider, and we'll talk about this in a future podcast, is reading and, and absorbing information. If I wasn't so afraid of the risk of leaving my cushy job and, and going out on my own, I wouldn't have read as much as I did. You know, I was looking for every possible uh, <laughs> comforting uh, word that I could find. I was looking for every excuse to not do what I wanted to do. I was looking for every system or trick or or motivational speech that I could find. Whatever it was, <clears throat> I was looking for the answers. And I found that in reading is where I found my answers. I mean, I read the Bible. I read these books that I'm talking about. And they spoke to me. I wouldn't have learned what I did over the last five years if not for having the fear of not succeeding or if the fear of my life staying as it was. But you know what? Instead of that fear being such that that formidable foe that I can't conquer, it became a confidant. It became a teacher. It was what I needed to get me to the next level. So uh, if that is encouraging to you, hopefully it is. I encourage you, reevaluate the fear in your life. What are the things that you're most afraid of? Try to find out why you're afraid of those things and how you can use that fear for good rather than 
for harm in your own life. Because I would hate for anybody to listen to this podcast and not feel the urge to move forward and to allow the fear to cripple them rather than give them a helping hand or to be uh, a catalyst. I, I would I would hate for anybody to listen to this and think of fear as a crutch when it's supposed to be a catalyst to do big things. And it's supposed to know, it's supposed to remind us that we're truly alive, that fear that we feel. So um, that's the idea of what I'm thinking about. Uh, if it was rambling and saying the same things over and over again, I apologize. Those are just my thoughts for now. Uh, Hopefully you'll stay tuned uh, next week as we post a new episode. Um, Yet to be determined the topic, but uh, hopefully the formidable foe of failure, the fear of failure, um, becomes the the trusted friend that gets you through the failure because you'll know that it was worth the risk. The greater the fear, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. So that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Email me, Jeff at realpersonrealneeds.com, G-E-O-F-F at realpersonrealneeds.com. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes uh, or on my website, realpersonrealneeds.com. You can read my blog, follow the podcast as they're posted, and you can find out more about me as a person if you're interested. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Comment, give us a review on iTunes, and stay tuned for more Real Person Real Needs uh, in the coming weeks. Thanks so much and enjoy your day.